Hello, amazing parents and caretakers, and welcome to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm your family empowerment coach, Celia Kibler. I'm a mom of a blended family of five kids. I'm a grandma of nine kids, an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a consultant with over 40 years of training and real-life parenting experience. I'm here to offer you practical, doable tips, strategies, and techniques that will pump up your parenting skills and create peace, love, and laughter throughout your family. In addition, I'll be interviewing some great humans that are on a mission to make your life a better, happier, and healthier life. So let's not waste any time and get started with the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm thrilled to have our guest here today. We're going to be talking all about courage and confidence and your kids. And Jim Sammartino is the author of the newly released book, Crow the Courageous, now available on Amazon. But I was will also have a link for it on the show notes. So you can go right there and, and find that book because after you hear from Jim, you're going to want to have that book on your bookshelf. So Jim, thank you for joining me on Pumped Up Parenting. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. Excited to have this conversation because let me tell you guys, Jim and I, we got talking, we just started talking. And honestly, we were talking before I hit record. And I was like, I better hit record before we do a really great podcast without recording it. So we're, we're going to offer you guys some great tips, great suggestions, great strategies on how you can help your kids be more confident, be more courageous, and really lead a life of purpose. So Jim, tell us about why you wrote this book. What brought you to writing a book about Crow the Courageous? Oh, thank you for asking that question. It's it's certainly a passion project of mine. And having two young kids myself, it was very much about trying to help kids understand the importance of the relationship between fear and courage. Um, you know, it's been brought up in, in many literary notes, whether it's Ben Franklin or FDR or Mark Twain or any of those things, but it's kind of an underwritten statement that we might know, but we don't have in our daily life. And it's really about growing past our fears and becoming a better version of ourselves. So this book in specific, it uh, helps you understand that relationship, but it also helps respect the power of teamwork, non-quitting spirit, and also being proud to be yourself and be confident in that in, in who you are. And it's so important, and it's so important for kids to learn this today and for parents to recognize the need for them to learn it because there's so much thrown at kids today. There's so much information out there. There's a million opinions. It's the same problem with parenting. You hear all this stuff going on. There's podcasts, there's articles, there's blogs, there's reels, there's all this information that kids find it overwhelming. And often when you're overwhelmed, you're not secure and you don't feel confident because it's it's too much information. Mm-hmm. So having a book that you can read with your child and then move forward and start discussing mm-hmm. 
their courage, their, their confidence, what situations they find themselves in where they have it or they don't have it or things they're afraid of is so helpful to a child. Critically important. And that's actually one of the reasons I try to make this book stand out a little differently because it's not just a book that you can read. It's actually a sticker book. So it's actually able to be interactive. And especially when a child, whether they're two or whether they're nine, if they're involved in the development of a story, they feel more engaged in the story. And even in the book itself, the lead character is a blank name. You actually are encouraged, you know, it's a big taboo. Don't don't mark up the book. And this one, mark up the book. It's your book. You put your name into it. So when you read it, it's your book. So they'll want to go back to it and read it over and over. And as an author, that would be something I love. But as a parent, what you're doing is reinforcing courage over and over and over courageous kids turn into courageous adults, which lead to a better society. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the, so much of what we see today in adults that are not able to handle decisions and emotions and other situations that come up in life is simply because they lack that courage. They lack that confidence. Mm -hmm. they, you know, the simple act of second guessing, how many parents out there, how many of you that are listening right now, if I say, do you second guess yourself? How many of you are saying, yes, I always second guess myself. I have the time I no. can't make a decision. You know, what'd you say? And then think, no, wait, yes, right. no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, something simple, everybody goes, okay, what do you guys want for dinner? And instead of saying, I want Mexican food, they say, I don't know, whatever you guys want, even though you really want something because that's all confidence. That's all courage. That's all stepping up and saying, this is what I want, even though some people might not want that or you risk possibly being judged. And it's all that bottom line. It's all that strength. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of that is because of the culture we've created an environment, you know, through social media and everything. Social media, definitely not to say it's a bad thing. It has its place, but we care so much about what other people think about us. It tends to be the driving force of it instead of centralizing that inside of ourselves first. Now, my perception is that if you build that level of confidence, if you're sure of yourself first, even in that, like, this is what I'd like to eat. Maybe you're thinking, oh, well, what if other people don't want that? What if they make fun of me because of that? It's okay. Say what you want. Be yourself. Be your authentic, true self. Say that. Be sensitive to what other people think and be empathetic to how they feel about it. That's how compromise comes up. It's not one side or the other, but you got to start with yourself first. Absolutely. You know, people don't realize that our emotions are built from our fears and our expectations are, you know, our fears being met? Are we, you know, leading ourselves on this path of what's going to happen next? And then we have expectations and are they being met? Are they being met by other people? Are they being met by the outside world? And the truth is, if you're always trying to be uh, affirmed by the outside world, like you say, like social media, you will never feel good about yourself. You are responsible for meeting your expectations. Meet your expectations. Meet your fear by becoming courageous. 
You do that. You take control over you and not worry about what the rest of the world thinks because you can't control what the rest of the world thinks. Absolutely. And that's one of the biggest things about fear is like, you've heard this, the statement, you know, the only thing to fear is fear itself. That is a very true statement. Absolutely true. the, The thing with fear is though, fear is often the unknown. If you know the situation itself, that's one, that that's one specific result. You know what the result is, but the fear is not knowing that result. And when that opens up, you're fearing every possible bad thing that could happen and especially if you have a creative mind, that can get pretty dark pretty quick. And what you have to do is reel yourself in to focus on the facts. Don't let your fear overcome you. And when it comes to a decision, the main thing about uh, courage, and that's why I love the, the quote so much, is it's moving forward despite the fear. It's not saying you don't have fear. You recognize the fear is there, but it's overcoming. It's saying, regardless of the outcome, I feel that the outcome will be better than me just fearing it. And then you move forward. And that's how you grow. Absolutely. Because fear is, is not real. Fear is a feeling. Fear mm-hmm. is a thought. Fear is mm, maybe this could happen. Hey, parents, just want to take a break from this podcast and ask you, are you tired of feeling like a bad parent and second guessing yourself all the time? Are you wondering how you can start becoming proactive instead of reactive? So you're not yelling, but calmly communicating to your kids? Overwhelmed with sorting through the myriad of parenting information that's out there and ready to set up a system that works for you now and in the future? How about instead we put a proven plan in place that will create more cooperation, more listening, more happiness in your home without all the drama? You can do it. Become a member of my Tranquility Tribe and start feeling confident and hopeful again. After all, we're raising adults, not children. And don't your kids deserve the best? So just go to mytranquilitytribe.com and let's get started on your vision today. But it's not reality. It's in the future. It's on the horizon. So what are you going to do to say, okay, that's a concern, but do I run my life on that risk? Mm-hmm. and just think if I take it, this could happen? Or do I run my, my life taking those steps to conquer it and to be brave and to be courageous? And that creates confidence. Absolutely. It's a, you know, it's, I, uh, I'll be teaching a class tomorrow, um, is it tomorrow? Yeah, Thursday, uh, May 11th, on confidence. And one of the things that we need to help our children understand is that they can take risks. They can do things outside of their comfort zone, which is what makes mistakes and failure so great. Mm -hmm. Because if you make mistakes and failures, that means you've done something out of your comfort zone. And eventually keep doing it. You'll lead to success. You'll lead to confidence. You'll feel courageous. Mm -hmm. It does take courage. That's why it's called a comfort zone because you're comfortable in it. Going outside of it, you're uncomfortable. But Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to be uncomfortable to keep moving forward. And giving that message to your children is giving them the world. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And when it comes when it comes to that feeling of fear and that uncomfortability and the uncertainty to be able to move forward, we're not saying that, you know, fear doesn't exist. It absolutely exists, but it exists in your mind. And just like you said, it's the ability to grow past that and at the same time, realize the difference between fear and excitement. Sometimes you're really excited to do something and it gives you that same chemical release as fear. And it might make you not perform at your best, whether it's singing or getting on stage or acting or anything like that. Realize it's like you're on the precipice. You're on that, that threshold of something that's exciting. Is it that you're afraid of the outcome? And if you're afraid of the outcome, remember, the only true way to fail is to not try, is to give up. If you can push yourself past that threshold of not worrying about what that consequence, obviously consequences are important, but when in reason, if you're able to move past that fear threshold, you could open yourself up to a great world of opportunity. And when you open yourself up to that, even if you do fail in the definition of fail, the failure is actually a learning lesson. It's an exactly. opportunity to say what I did didn't work. And what we say in business and everything is like the agile management mindset is fail fast, fail forward. The only way you can truly fail is if you stop altogether. Then the last right. thing you did was a failure. And we always go back to Thomas Edison. If we, if he stopped exactly. the first 200 times, we wouldn't have light right we now. We wouldn't have lights. I mean, who goes for a thousand times? He did. And grateful that he did. And even what he said in that you know, people were like, well, what do you think about the fact that you made a thousand mistakes creating a light bulb? And he said, I didn't make a thousand mistakes. I just discovered a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. And if every parent helped their child understand that mistakes and failures and felt the same way in their own life, because many parents, many adults cannot deal with it, if they understand that mistakes, failure is not the opposite of success. It is part of it. And like you say, the only time it's a true fail is if you quit and give up. You can talk to successful people all over the world that are overly successful. And if you ask them, give me three tips that led to your success, I guarantee you every single one, one of those tips will be don't give up. Because mm -hmm. once you give up, that's guaranteed failure. Like you say, that is guaranteed the end of the road. Absolutely. So in your book, what kind of journey do you do? Does the reader get taken through to build this courage without telling the whole story? Of course, of course, we don't want you, you know. We want to be on the edge of our seat until we read it. But can you so, tell us a little bit about that journey? Absolutely. The, the story arc is an interesting one because traditionally when you write a story, it starts at one place and ends completely different. And without giving away the ending, let's just say that our main character, Crow, is true to himself throughout the entire thing. Um, but during the story, he and his friends are, you're introduced to their character, you're introduced to them being the underdogs, the outliers, of the social group that they're in, but when their friends are put into a, a dangerous situation and they're forced to help and they're reliant on Crow in order to do something, in order to change the situation, he has a choice. Let something bad happen because he's afraid or overcome his fears and be able to push past that, become a better version of himself, do what he needs to do to save the day, 
But at the end of the story, again, without giving anything away, he's still true to himself at the end. So there's something about being courageous, but there's also something to understand about peer pressure and things like that. Still be true to yourself, understand where your boundaries are, push yourself to the point of growth, but not to the point of danger. Absolutely. And that's such a good point to talk about is being true to yourself. Because, you know, I was just talking to one of my clients about this because they wanted that they one person said one thing and the other one retaliated with the same thing just because they said it. And kids do this all the time and adults do too. And you'll, you know, they'll be like, well, he hit me. So I hit him back. And, and the, the thing to think about in that scenario is, is that the person you want to be? Mm-hmm. What are your values? Do you believe you should hit someone if you're simply mad at them? Is that something you should do? Did you enjoy being hit? So if you didn't enjoy being hit, why are you hitting? Mm-hmm. And, and the point that all humans need to realize is that your beliefs should stay as your beliefs don't become somebody else simply because of someone else's actions or someone else is telling you to Mm -hmm. stay true to you. Absolutely. And we, we oftentimes compare ourselves to other people to say, well, if I'm doing this, this is my job. This is what I'm getting paid. This is the car I drive, anything like that. We're comparing ourselves to each other people. And like we said, you want to evolve, you want to grow, you want to develop, but your point of comparison should be yourself. Where was I yesterday? Where was I last year? How am I today? Not what is the person next to me doing? That, that, that can be inspiring, but you need to look at that inspiration and compare it to your own situation and be reasonable. Because you always have to remember an unrealistic goal leads to unrealistic expectations. And very similar to what you were talking about, parents and, oh, that kid messed up. The kid spilled a cup of, uh, of, of water on the ground, something like that. People will make mistakes, but that's part of being human. It's the human condition. But if you expect them to be perfect, you're going to be disappointed. If you don't let them have room to be imperfect, they will have their own challenges growing up. But if you give them that space to grow, that's when we all, both parents and children, can develop our relationship and improve as each other. Yep, exactly. And understand that, you know, our imperfections are our perfections. That's what makes us wonderful. That's what makes us, if you want to use the word perfect, which I'm not crazy about using because it's an impossible goal, like you said, the imperfections, the the people that makes us us, Mm -hmm. the little quirky things I do, the little quirky things you do, the little when I ask somebody, what's so cool or special about your child? And they bring out all these little wonderful things. That's what makes you perfect. Those wonderful little things. That's what makes somebody who has a family of two or three kids or more know, well, this one's personality is like this, this one's like this, and they're all being raised by the same parent. Yet they can be very different people because we are all different and yet so much the same. Like my children's book that says being different is fun. And it's all about discovering all these differences we have. But in the end, we have so many similarities, you know, so many more similarities than differences. But it's what makes each of us special. 
Agreed. So, so Jim, I'm excited to read your book because I haven't read it yet, <laughs> but I will. And uh, like I said to all of you, I am going to put the link to the book on Amazon in the show notes. So if you need to look it up easily, you can go to the show notes. Is there one thing that you would like to tell our listeners before we end our conversation and what a wonderful conversation it was about courage and confidence and calm and all the C's that you need to incorporate in your life. Plus Celia, you should incorporate me in your life. And <laughs> selfless plug. <laughs> Don't worry, mine's coming up. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> well, good. From, from, a, from a public service announcement, what I'd say is from what I've learned is throughout my years of life and making all the mistakes that I could to learn from them and failing forward, hopefully, is remember words are powerful and you really need to use them power uh, in, in the right way, use them wisely. And you want to lead with kindness because you never know when your actions can change someone else's day. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to you know, volunteer at the soup kitchen. If you can, that's fantastic. But it could be something as small as smile at someone. If they smile at you, smile back. Don't put your head down. If someone's talking to you, get your head out of your phone and, and look at them in the eye, show them that you're interested in what they have to say. Small things like that can show people that you're interested, you matter. And if we all do that, we have that connectivity that creates a much better world. Um, and with that, like one of the things that I have is the hope to build a community of courage. And if any of the listeners are interested in that, like you said, individually, they can go onto Amazon and check out the book, Crow the Courageous. Um, but I'm also doing a book tour and speaking engagements. So if anyone is interested in doing that, you can reach out to me at sammartinostories at gmail.com, or you can find me on Instagram at sammartinostories. Wonderful. And don't you have a new, uh, are we allowed to talk about your new project that's in the works? Yes, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll do a briefly. Do a this, is, this is just a little, <laughs> little special. Bleep bonus an announcement, right? <laughs> it's the bonus. So yes, I actually have two different projects that are working. One is called uh, Bigs the Bunny, which is a story about uh, the power of self-love and uh, loving yourself first before others, very similar to the conversation that we had. Uh, so the book is written and currently in the process of being illustrated. So that's coming soon. Uh, but if you're interested in something that's a brand new project I just started a few days ago, there is uh, on my Instagram channel, uh, it's a choose your own adventure story. I can't tell you about it because I don't know what it is because we're actually building it together. Um, I set the stage. I ask a question, new question, new scenario every day. And then based off of the comments or the messages that I get uh, back, then that determines what's going to happen the next day. So every morning I post a new episode and we'll run this through the entire month of May and see where we end up. It's, it's an exciting journey for all. How fun is that, parents? So get your kids involved like a really fun thing you can do that does involve social media and they'll think that's cool. And you can write this story together. And honestly, you could develop it with Jim, but maybe the storytelling continues in your own home and you start writing your own little story in your own home. So storytelling is such a gift and such a special skill for parents to utilize and incorporate into so many ways that you can with your children. You can, you know, you can learn things that they're worried about talking about. You can start telling stories to invite them to contribute. It's such a valuable tool. Use it. And this is a really fun way to uh, get your kids involved. So 
tell them your Instagram handle one more time. Sure, it would be yes. at Sam Martino Stories. So it's my name, Sam Martino Stories. S-A-M-A-R-T-I-N-O Stories. At Sam Martino Stories. So go to Instagram, follow Jim, and get involved in writing his next story, his next book. How exciting is that? Woo! That's super exciting. Well, Jim, I'm really happy that you are on here today. I love this discussion and I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. It was an excellent talk and I hope all the listeners enjoyed. I hope so too, guys. And whatever information you grabbed, I hope there's one little piece of information that you can actually put into your life, into your day and connect a little more with your child. And if you found value, share this out and help someone else with their kids, building that courage and confidence. Can you imagine a whole generation of kids that feel courageous and confident and are calm? It's what my day of calm is all about. So let's spread that. Let's spread those seas around the world, okay? <laughs> and as always, guys, I wish you days filled with peace, love, tons of laughter, it really is the best medicine. I'm not kidding. You need to laugh more. And I'll see you here next time on the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. If you're really ready to start creating cooperation in your home, more listening, more joy, less stress, less yelling, less negotiating, and a whole lot less aggravation, then reach out to me and let's put a parenting system in place that works for you and your kids. Private and group coaching is available, and in six months or less, you will start seeing a much happier home that your children will blossom from instead of have to recover from. Get the manual that I wrote for your parenting journey, Raising Happy Toddlers, How to Build Great Parenting Skills, and Stop Yelling at Your Kids, along with my three children's books, All About Me, I Am Grateful, and Being Different is Fun. Find it all at PumpedUpParenting.com.